Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. Well, hello. So, yesterday we were talking about God's creation and how um, how God is showing us who He is. See, when we look back at science, science can only tell us what is there, what's in front of us, what are we seeing, and they can make guesses. But God can show us, when we look at this through the eyes of God, we can see what's happening in His purpose and how things are created to all come together um, and who He is. And that's a part of this. So, we are, one of the last things we were talking about yesterday was the fact that um, and what I'm sorry, and why it's been created, and it's been created for us and for relationship with Him, and so that we can have that communion. And so, when God looks at His creation of humankind, He says it was very good. Terry, you brought that up. I think it was like everything else was good, but when He looked at His creation of us, it was very good. So already to me, that shows that intimacy, mm-hmm. that love. And care. You know how a pregnant woman nests right before the baby comes? Yes. Know? She gets everything ready. Yeah. You know, she makes sure she's got the diaper. She makes sure she's got the nursery ready, all the sheets around the bed. Everything's ready. She's been nesting. And when I read through Genesis, I, it's kind of like God is nesting. Oh, oh that's so cool, Angie. Yeah. That cool? Yeah. Yeah. So let's read a little bit more. This one, it just has the um, um, 31, Genesis 31. You may have already read that, but we, we want to talk read about that. read that last time. Oh, read it sorry. one more time. Yeah. Okay. Um, God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. I have to tell you guys, right this minute as I'm reading this, I'm, I've changed my mind a little bit. because It says God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. I think man's the crowning oh, glory. Good point, Terry. The end of day six, he's looking at all he has all. made. Mm-hmm. And it was very good. Not just mankind. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. It's always worth wow. another read. One more read. Yeah. Oh, that's great, Terry. Thanks. That, that was awesome. really good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Isn't our narcissist, narcissistic tendency to pick at us as the awesomeness? I mean, when you the think of it, awesome. we are pretty I mean, awesome. The, the word does <laughs> say that we, we are his masterpiece. Yes. Okay. We are mm-hmm. yeah. his handiwork. And so that's okay to, to know that, that, you know, we are kind of the pinnacle of this creation. Mm-hmm. But, that's true. Uh, but Terry's right. He looked at everything that he made and he said, mm, this is very good. Yeah. yeah. And we're a part of that. Mm-hmm. But we save the best for last. <laughs> you can look at Humans. it that way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's certainly a different. People have relationships with their pets, with their dogs and their cats. And, and, and I'm not discounting those relationships, but they're not quite the same as a relationship that, a, that people have mm-hmm. 
right. person has with another person. Right. Absolutely not. Yeah. No. So, so let's look at, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I mean, those are good dogs and cats and birds and fish. And those are good things, oh, yeah. you know, but it's not the same as a relationship that you could have with a, someone like you, right. like your kind, someone of your right. kind. Yeah. Yep. So let's take a look at some of the words that God used to describe what he had created. Terry, we're going to have you read some things. All right. Um, in our homework, there were several suggestions of readings, and they're all good. But a couple of them that I really love was um, Romans one twenty, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so that men are without excuse. In other words, you can clearly see God's divine creativity. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so from what we're looking at, we can understand his creativity and his power. It's just a deeper relationship with him, like we talked about, from just looking at the, um, what he has created so I think that's great. He uses that to draw us to himself. And then um, Psalm 33, 6 through 9. Um, by the word of the Lord were the heavens made, their starry host by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the deep into jars. He puts the deep into storehouses. Let the earth fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world revere him. For he spoke and it came to be. He commanded and it stood firm. I love that. Yeah. It is all it is all um, in his hands. Mm-hmm. He made it. He's in command of it. He gathers the waters of the deep into jars and puts them in storehouses. I mean, it's yeah. like really let all the people of the earth revere him. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it points to God's uniqueness too, right? Only God could have done all that. No man could have done it. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. So he is unique um, and different above us. Um, so it's always good to remember that he's God. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And no matter how much like him we might be, we are not mm-hmm. God. I think about the intentionality of him. Uh, it's like if we were going to make something to eat, let's say we cracked some eggs, threw some flour, did some, but if we didn't know what we were making, none of it would hold together. That's right. None of it would make sense. None of it would have relationship with each other. Yeah. And the purpose is super important. So when I look at all of creation and what he has done, there was intention the whole time to create a place where we could exist where he could have relationship with us. Mm-hmm. That was the purpose. That was the intention. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. This food for thought um, in the homework says, to your point, God did not create the whole universe as a finished product in one grand gesture, but worked to create it. This account of the creation in six days reveals a methodical God who created different things one after another with precise purpose. Mm-hmm. One by one, the Lord puts in place all the elements necessary to sustain the human beings for whom he is creating this work. And he calls his handiwork good. 
So, so here's the thing. How could something like this have happened randomly? I don't think there's any way. That's thinking about this. It's like, I don't know that it would look like this, that it would hold together like this. There are truths and there are principles and we, we find them in the, what's the law of thermodynamics and all the, mm-hmm. there are laws, there is purpose that we keep yeah. finding underneath all of this that we keep discovering. And so mm-hmm. we're just, I for, forever we can discover his plan, you know, and be yeah. curious about all of this. Yeah. I think it's pretty awesome that God gave us an account mm-hmm. of creation. I mean, we have it in his word, exactly what he did and when he did it, the, the order of it. Um, and I love that, that. He told us where we came from. You know, my mom is an orphan. I know I've shared that with you guys. And she grew up in an orphanage. Um, and so it's always been a, a huge thing with her. Where did she come, come from? You know, who was her family? What kind of people were they? Um, And I think that when God put this down on paper for us, he gave us this record, this historical record. It was to give us a sense of who we are and where we came from. I know that's been very precious to my mom. We got a lot of information for her off the internet um, about the orphanage, who started it. Um, You know, it was a Christian group of women who back in, you know, the early 1900s decided that there were too many orphans in the world and so they were going to make a home. But we found out some wonderful things. We actually even got a picture of my aunt um, who was at the orphanage with my mom when she was about 12 years old, standing on the side of a bus getting ready to go on a field trip. My mother has no pictures of any of her siblings when they were young because they were all separated except for she and Sally. Um, Mm. How old was she, Angie? She was two when she went to the orphanage. Mm. So she, um, actually, no, I take that back. We thought she was two when she went to the orphanage, but as we dug through some of these records, her parents died of tuberculosis. So first she went to a sanitarium. She thought she was there for a year and then that she went to the orphanage. But the records show that she was in the sanitarium until she was eight. Which has really changed my whole life story. Oh and my then goodness! At eight, they sent her to the orphanage, um, and then at twelve, she was adopted. Wow! So um, she doesn't really have a lot of memories of any of those years. I mean, like almost none—just a mm. couple. She knows she remembers a little dance. She can still do this little tap dance that somebody taught her for a like a talent show that they had. Um, she doesn't know who taught her, but that's still. You know, if you if you said to her, hey, show me that little tap dance that you learned, she could still do that. Oh, wow. um, but, but not other not memories of other children. Um, her sister was there with her. So she does know she has some memories of Aunt Sally, but but nobody else. Wow. Because yeah. we got a lot of pictures off the Internet of other kids that were there at the same time. She didn't recognize anybody or anything. Mm. So, but I think, you know, when I think about how God, you know, the fact that he's given us his word in this particular aspect and part of his word in Genesis, I think that's, he knew that we, we all have that thing in us. We want to know where did we come from? Who do we belong to? Yeah. Um, and he provided that. So that's been particularly precious to me as we've studied Genesis, just because I just went through that with my mom. Hmm. Great. So, hmm. Yeah. It, yeah. So I think it's kind of a good place to wrap up as we're 
doing this. One one thing, other part that I would probably want to throw in is um, the there's a remark. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to get my resources here in the answers book um, that Jesus treated as historical fact the accounts of the Old Testament. And he didn't allegorize these accounts, but he took them as straightforward history. Mm-hmm. So he never said, you know, that myth of Genesis, <laughs> right. you know, he said, no, instead I'm there. Mm-hmm. I was there, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? And, and so I, if you have struggle with accepting Genesis and all the creation story, and this cracks me up that people like really get stuck on whether it happened in a day or not. I'm like, okay, you're talking about creating like earth <laughs> and land. I mean, I'm stuck there as opposed to like, if you can do one thing, you can, if you can do all that, you could probably do it in a day, okay. creating all the fish, the fowl, the birds, the, you can, if you can even just do that, I don't see a day as being an issue, you know, right. but, but it's like, if you get stuck on some of the details of Genesis and it throws you off, um, but you do believe in Jesus and you do love Jesus, then talk to him about this. Mm-hmm. You know, have a conversation. Like everybody likes to say, I hate that phrase, by the way. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's like talk with Jesus. Let him tell you who he is. Let him tell you what he believes. Um, he treated yeah. us historical fact. Yeah. When you look at his words, things mm-hmm. that he actually said that are in the word, he talks about the creation. Yeah. Like it yeah. just happened. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he was there and this is what I saw. You know, mm-hmm. Adam and Eve, um, Noah and the... Uh, he, Right. It's it's certainly fact to him. Yeah. It's apparent in the way he speaks of those things. I, I re- remember, and I'm not sure exactly where I re- read it, but if everything was downloaded, that story was downloaded in terms of scientifically what we could understand at this point, the people of that time could not have understood it. Yeah. Right? To uh, even just like, I don't know, DNA. I mean, we don't even understand DNA, right? Mm-hmm. But God, if he was going to try and do things, everything scientifically, we probably couldn't understand it either because thousands of years from now, what are we going to not understand? What, what don't yeah. we know? When did we map the genome? It's only been, what, 20 years, 30 yeah. years? I mean, it hasn't been that long. No. Right. That's no. what I said, I think, yesterday. is like we're still learning things. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's so much more, I guess, I think, to discover mm-hmm. that so we don't even know yet. I mean, I think just when I think we've, we've reached the pinnacle of our understanding, like the genome, we know about the genome and we can look into a, a cell and see what's going on. How much more can there be? You know, in one of the videos that yeah. I watched yesterday, there, there's a molecular biologist who does some interviews um, on YouTube. And she's talking about how the mRNA mm-hmm. comes out of the cell and walks certain things. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's so, that's what the COVID vaccine's been choosing is that mRNA, right? So yeah, 20 years ago would, that wouldn't have, I wouldn't have even picked up that look how far we've come, but it's true. I mean, we've made some incredible leaps of understanding. Um, So what else are we going to find out? Right. How exciting is that? But the, the, the piece that we want to get is what was the purpose of all these creations? What mm-hmm. is the purpose of that in his relationship yeah. with God? Mm-hmm. And it's getting to know him even more. Mm-hmm. So. To reveal who he is, just like mm-hmm. the word says, all of creation shows us, well, even that mRNA and those cells and all of that, 
the more we know, it should open our hearts to know the creator. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it'll be interesting as time goes by. They're starting to, as, as we're learning more, I think we are finding out things that disprove some of the evolutionist theories. Right. Um, and it'll be very interesting to see um, when people can't hold on to those false kind of beliefs any longer. Are they going to accept the truth? Mm -hmm. Because the data will support the truth. Right. Yep. Yes, that's true. Because it has to line up with, the, with God. It has to line up it's with his God. creation. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to pray us out here. Um, holy Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is just amazing what you've done for us. And um, even as we ponder all of these concepts, Lord, um, I just pray that if anyone is struggling with any of this, Lord, that they just come to you and they ask you, what is your answer? Because I know the way you told the story of Genesis and the creation of the earth was a way that the people of that time could understand it, Lord. But it is sustained from that time all the way through this time. Because what you told within that story is who you are. Mm -hmm. You showed us who you are. You gave us your character. You told us that you created very intentionally for the purpose of relationship, for the purpose of being with you. Lord, we just, as I even ponder that, um, I personally feel like so unworthy or just like how this is immense or just not so unworthy more, but just like um, so tiny in the midst of all of that. And to know that on top of all of that, you've given us your glory and we're the crown of your creation, Lord. And I just, um, I'm deeply moved by you, Lord. I'm deeply moved by your creation. I'm deeply moved by um, what you have done, Lord. So if not one more thing is done, which won't happen, you've already told us so much, Lord. Mm -hmm. And you've already um, created so much for us, God. And I just praise you and I just thank you in the holy name of Jesus. Amen. And cut. <laughs> <laughs>